As parents of autistic kids, their beautiful brains amaze us every day. But this show is about our mental wellness. Hi, I'm Shanee. And I'm Autumn. Together, we tackle the hard truths about parenting autism and how sometimes it can feel like we're drowning. In a puddle of our own tears. (laughs) (laughs) We are here to let you know we see you. We hear you. And And you you can can thrive underwater. The Thrive Underwater podcast is not a replacement for therapy, diagnosis, or treatment. If you are having a mental health emergency, please contact 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out to a local provider in your area. Hey there, parents. Just wanted to let you know that we do use spicy language, so you might want to prepare ahead. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is Autumn. Hello. I'm Shanee. So, Shanee, let's talk about the holidays. Okay. It is the season, right? It is. And I have this love-hate relationship with the holidays. And I think it's because there's so much going on and there's so many routine changes and it can be a serious pain. But my mind right now is already in a tizzy just thinking about it, which is why I've already done my holiday shopping. Mm, good for you. Well, it's the same here. You know, we, we've actually pared down our traveling a lot. We don't do a ton of traveling anymore. We've learned through the years, but, you know, even so, the routines are totally thrown for a loop. So, yeah, it's tough. It, yeah, I know. We do some traveling. Um, it's it's either a three-hour drive or a five-hour drive to see family. And my husband works in retail. Retailers don't get time off for the holidays. Mm. So um, I'm the one that's doing the manual labor and packing and loading and helping my child regulate through all the changes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a pain. It's uh, a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, the ho- holidays are hard on probably most all parents, but, you know, as we've said before, for us, it's next level stress or it can be, you know? Yeah. And like you said, even if you don't go anywhere, that just, just the routine change alone can do a real number on your family. Right. And if you're traveling, that is next level, next, next level. Yeah. I have to explain this to people. I don't know why I feel like I have to explain my life to people, but I do. And when I do explain this to the people that are not in the know. I do call it holiday pain, quote unquote. And that stands for the preparation, the adventure, ignorance. There's a lot of ignorance and Mm. nest unrest. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Explain. Okay. So the preparation is the getting out the door part or the decorating your house part. Um, the adventure is the actual traveling or the actual holiday ignorance. Well, I think we all kind of know what ignorance is. It's those people who are gathered around you and really don't know anything about your life or your child. And then nest unrest. And this is what people forget about. We don't forget about it. But when you get home and you have to get back on routines. Right, right. That about sums it up. Uh, but there are some details missing. Yes. So, so, so many. (laughs) Yeah. And it's in the details, right? Where the real pain of the holidays exists. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another thing that hides in this too. And, and I bet you know what I'm talking about. It's a desire to create a magical holiday experience for our kids. 
Sure. And when we realize that what we think is a magical holiday experience is not what they think is a magical holiday experience, it it's it's hard on the inside for us to kind of manage that. There's a grief to it. Yeah, I mean, it right. It can be a hard pill to swallow. Um, and our children definitely challenge our view of what it what is or what should be. But I do want to say, even though that can be really hard, it can actually be really good too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anytime our norms are cha- are challenged, it's hard, but mm-hmm. it's good and hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we are going to dive into some grief issues that we all deal with in a different episode. But I wanted to mention it here so parents wouldn't would know. You know, you're not alone. This isn't mm-hmm. abnormal. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. So holiday pain, I think, you know, in in quotes, uh, I, I think this is a good time for us to break down some of the details. What do you think? Yeah, only some. I mean, we can't cover them all, girl. We just can't. No, no not possible. Um, and listeners, we do want to hear your experiences, too. So, yeah. you know, not everyone's life situation is the same. So join our group on Facebook or email us to let us know how this affects your family. But we can cover the basics, explain why this is happening, what we can do about it to keep the Mary from going scary. (laughs) Our Facebook group is called Thrive Underwater Community, and we look forward to seeing you there. And uh, so let's get to it. Hey, Sue. Yeah, boss. I got a job for you. Okay, boss. Go up to the house. Mama isn't doing okay. She needs you to take out the trash. Nobody hurts a mama. Nobody. I got this, boss. I do it for the family. Shanee, I'm definitely getting an (laughs) Oscar for this. Oh, but we have fun. We have fun. I know. I, there is, I, I, I spent so much time actually trying to get the accent right. And I just don't think I can do anything except Southern. It's oh, well, probably- you know what? One of the things that I think we're doing this for is to reconnect with that. I don't know if you were like this, but I was to- a total drama kid geek. So, I mean, I just reconnect with that side. Well, I'm, we both have our performance background, but my performance yeah. background is not acting. I guess kind of, I mean, if you consider like being on stage and singing a song, that's kind of oh, an acting sure. thing. Yes, of course. Um, but no, it's certainly not doing an Italian accent. See, I can't even do it. I, what? I just, my brain doesn't wire that way. But anyway, the ridiculousness <laughs> is fun. Okay. The P in pain, quote unquote, is preparation. Right. Like we said before, this isn't just about preparing for a trip, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. it is pre- preparation for the changes, all mm. the changes, so many changes, right? I mean, transitions, right? Those are, that's, yeah. I know that's where my son struggles a lot. It's not necessarily even the activity, but it's like from one to the next. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, you're, you're decorating your house, you're rearranging everything in your house and that's tough. You know, there's lots of sensory issues. Everything is different. Um, and then you put that on top of the changes in your schedule and in your school and possibly travel. There's so many things and yikes. I mean, so much. Right. Then if you're traveling, I mean, oh, what can I say? It's a real shit show. It's a shit show. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to give away too much in the psychology section, but it, it this is mental load. This mm-hmm. is the checklists in our brain. Um, and by the time that the special day or days, you know, that depends on your religious beliefs, you could end up being Clark Griswold after he finds out his Christmas bonus this year is a supply of jams and jellies. Now, do you know? Do you, do you remember his epic meltdown? On oh my god, I I remember that movie. It's so funny. I have to go back and see that scene because that sounds hilarious. Yeah, you have to do that for your own mind. You will love it. It is epic. So epic. So um, for me, the traveling is the stressful part, and. When my son was younger, this is going to sound really bad, but traveling was awful. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. I do most of my traveling alone, like I said, and the car ride was really hard on him. And there was lots of screaming and we would have to stop and, you know, regulate. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was, it was just so hard. It's not as bad now, but girl. It mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we're look, we're doing the best we can yep. helping our children uh, prepare for the holidays. It has to be part of what we do. We love them. We want to make it less stressful for them. But what can happen is that it ends up being so stressful for us that guess what? It's going to affect our mental health. Ding, 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 ding. So <laughs> let's move into the A in pain, shall we? So the A stands for adventure, right? And I guess this is once the kids are out of school and you're either home for the holidays or traveling. Yeah, I I don't know if you do this, but I really try to plan for the contingencies. Mm. I I can't control everything, but it never fails. Something comes in and it just spoils the rhythm that we have going on that works. Right. I mean, I could be better at this, actually, you know, like plan B type mm. stuff. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, I mean, it could be something as simple as your favorite decoration getting ruined or crashing to the ground. And we can't always plan for that stuff. Oh, no, no. And <laughs> just as an aside, I I hate. No, I despise our Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> It's this snowman and it has this fuzzy white shit all over it and it gets everywhere like it's snowing inside my house, this fake plastic crap, (laughs) and I can't get rid of it. And I, I want to get rid of it, but my kid loves this thing. And to be honest, I am just not prepared to deal with the adventure of getting a new one. And I do this every year. I just can't (laughs) just put up the damn tree. Oh, God. Yeah. The things we do for our kids. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sometimes flights are delayed. Oh, we had uh, we had that happen during one holiday season where Mm -hmm. it was unbelievable. Like going into, you know, uh, bedtime. And flights mm. were so delayed that like bedtime got messed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, uh, I'm so sorry. It, oh, yeah. It's it, I mean, it's just a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, that's retroactive. I'm sorry. I, I can't yeah. even imagine. But, you know, the season, it really is. The whole thing is an adventure, no matter what you're doing. And plans changing means that your child is adjusting to everything 
again. Right. Yeah. And it's a heavy load again on on them and on us. Right. Yeah, it it is. It's hard on everyone. And um, we just do the best we can. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on to the eye in pain. Hey, boss. You sell. Mama wanted the trash taken out. The real trash. I thought that meant I needed to send someone to sleep with the fishes. So, did you take out the trash? Yeah, boss. And a whole lot more. Hi, is Mama happy? Yeah, boss. But I'm going home. I beat. Hey, Sal, when you come in tomorrow, go to the house and help Mama. She needs help with the dishes. I'd rather give someone concrete shoes, boss. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The eye in pain is... Ignorance. Uh, this is hard. So mm. hard. Me too. Me too. I mean, look, the first two are hard. Just, you know, managing the stress load. It's, it is an everyday occurrence. But we're used to that challenge, right? This yeah. is one that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's another level of challenge. You know, when you have a party or a family gathering, it is inevitable. There's going to be people there who just don't understand autism at all. Right, right. Or refuse to understand it. There's that too. I'm yeah. pretty lucky. Most of my family is adapted and they get, you know, they get this. But I think that there's, it's still hard for them to understand that, that my attention can't be focused on a conversation or a game or, or whatever for any length of time. I just can't be 100% there with right. you. Right, right. Well, and I just want to say one other thing about um, people who are, you know, maybe refusing to understand it or even have adapted that there's really a difference between tolerance and acceptance. So yes. like I've had both in my family, right? Where it's sort of like, all right, we'll, we'll tolerate this because we understand there's something going on. Yeah. We'll tolerate it. Right. But that's a different level when there's an acceptance and then there's some accommodations being made and real understanding. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. I just want to give them a big old bear hug when they do things like that. Cause it makes me yeah. feel like, Oh, my yeah. child is completely loved. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we're talking about this divided attention. Yes. Yes. Here's some ugly truth. I miss not being able to focus on a conversation. I miss it. You know, there's always these stories and memories or a silly game. I, and I don't really want to be a part of it completely. And, and I can't. And it makes me sad. That's just mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Judge yeah. if you want yeah. to, but that's the truth. No, I, I get it. I get it. And look, I mean, sometimes you just want peace, right? To do things in peace, like maybe just finish up a batch of cookies. Just let me just do it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And also, you know, this this does happen to parents with typical kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we we've been doing this thing for years on end. It mm-hmm. gets exhausting. I mean, it's not we're not this isn't about pity. This is just, you know, no pity party here. This is just facts. It is. It's just the facts. And and it has nothing to do with whether or not we love our children. Mm -mm, No. Nothing. But I'm going to tell you, if you ignore how these things affect your mental health, you are not honoring 
your mental health. Mm -hmm. You're not. And if you keep the stuff contained in the darkness and you try to shove it down, it's not going to make us better parents. We Hmm. have to shed light on it and we have to verbalize it and then we can start to heal it. That's just the way that it is. I mean, absolutely. Look, shaming a parent for experiencing anything but sheer joy during the holidays is it is I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Yes. Or you know, or did we did we really though? I mean, you know what? I think this is on point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do get a lot of the sort of like old school mentality of parenting, like that control your kid or, you know, or, or it, maybe not even in those words, but like for sure looks and little like side eyes of like, hey, like as if I don't want him to you know calm down too, but it's not yeah. going to work. It's not if we are in a power struggle, it is that that's not how we do it. Sorry. No, you know. Yep. Welcome to life. Welcome to humanity. Um, Back so, to life. <laughs> so I get some of this at the holidays too, even with the fantastic family that I have that is just really grown themselves personally mm-hmm. towards nice. our life. And I love them for it, but you still get that, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you or your child say, looking at us, having a hard time. Why don't you just calm them down? Why don't you just tell them to chill out? Just relax. Why are you so, you know, talking? I think we talked about this in the first episode where people look at us and they say, why don't you just relax? And why are you <laughs> such a helicopter parent and just chill out? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we can't. We can't. Yeah. Ta- we just can't. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. So last, (laughs) last letter. Let's go. Hey, Sal, mama is having a hard time. She needs you to get a medicine for her arthritis. I can't do it, boss. Can't Big Nose Freddy do it? Big Nose Freddy's in Miami making Johnny Two Shoes an offer he can't refuse. I don't think I can do it, boss. Just take a finger. Cut off a toe. Please don't make me go back to mama. Have I done something to offend you? Sell, sell, sell. I honor you by letting you help with the family. You want to help the family? You know I do, boss. But I'd rather be on your bad side than have this honor. So holidays are over. We're back home. We're on to the N and pain. And this I call the nest unrest. So you're saying N is for nest unrest. So this means what? Everything goes back to the way it was before the holidays. Am I right? Yeah. So that's it. Or it's supposed to be that. (laughs) Yeah. So even before I was a mom, this was hard for me because there's this huge buildup during the holidays and this festive and the merry and the lights and da, 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 da. Then the holidays are over and then boom, it's this crash back down into reality. Yeah. Yeah. And for our kids, it's literally a crash landing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a major, major transition period. And actually maybe this is a tool for the tool section, but we do take or at least I tried to plan for like a day 
of, of just no, you know, very low stimulation, easy going. It's, it's almost like a recuperating day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We kind of do that between, um, when we get home from the holidays and I think a uh, new year's day is kind of the day that we take to yeah. just yeah. jammy TV, whatever. doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. Back to life again. Yeah. You know, we spend all this time and effort on preparing, adventuring, and dealing with the ignorance that we sometimes forget the nest unrest to follow, right? Like I was saying yeah. before, like sometimes I forget to build that in. Yeah. And yeah, taking down the direct decorations. That's hard. Or coming home. It, it's just so hard. And <laughs> sometimes our child or children, they find comfort in the getting back to normal. I'm tired of all this festiveness. Let's get back. But yeah. sometimes it isn't. And we have to be prepared so that we can prepare them. Right, right. Yeah, I actually let my kids take down the decorations whenever they're ready to take them down. And the last few years, they've been doing it that themselves. They decide when it's time to start cleaning up the tree. Uh, and we do both, by the way. We do Hanukkah and Christmas. And, you know, sometimes they line up, sometimes they, they don't, they're very far apart, but, um, but we do do a, a tree with decorations. Cause I do find, I mean, they love it. You know, the kids do sure. love it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've let them sort of lead the way with how to un- undo it. I don't decide. So if it's that's up brilliant, two extra weeks or whatever, it's like, who cares? I'm doing that this year. <laughs> totally. Totally. But then there's the yeah. going back to school part. Yes. Yes. And that's mental load again. It's Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. All of this, I'm going to say a word that in the South, in the people who aren't from the South make fun of people who (laughs) say this word that is Southern. Okay. It can take a huge toil. That's how we say it. Toil. Are you going to laugh at me? Is that your, that's. That's for toll, right? I've never, I never laugh at you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So it, it takes a huge toil on our mental health. It just does. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to hear more about mental load. I think we need to talk about this. And I'm interested to see what a therapist has oh, to say yeah. on this phenomenon. Okay, let's do it. Godfather, mama cut me out of the family. I refuse to offer. So, what do you mean you're out? Mama cut you out? I couldn't take helping Mama anymore. It was too much. Hey, where's your finger? Mama cut it off before she cut me out of the family. I'll talk to her, Sal. But there's nothing I can do. Mama's the real boss. I'll get Big Nose Freddy to help her when he gets back. Big Nose Freddy can't do this, Godfather. You keep getting the boys to help, nobody will be left. This is a problem. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so we're into, you know, you are a therapist and I I would love to hear why you think that this is so tough for us parents. Well, first of all, let's kind of go back into what, you know, how our 
human history, our mind, how all that works and looking at it as, you know, the holidays are rituals, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your religious background um, the, and a cult, the cultural component to it, we all have rituals sure, and rituals help us kind of stay connected. And we, when we do things that are different than the norm, um, like, for example, think about like all the family that you probably don't see other times of the year, mm-hmm. except for the holidays. Right. So that kind of helps us because of this ritual. It helps us stay connected. Like, OK, I'll make a special effort since it is, you know, Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, rituals have been there since the beginning of time. Yeah. Right. We've they, they just think about, you know, different cultures, different times of in history. Right. Since the cave dwellers, there right. are rituals. I'm sure if we go back and look at, you know, what some of the rituals were. Hello. They were there always involving some kind of meal. Right. Mm-hmm. Some kind of um, and that became a festive meal celebratory. And so when we do this throughout time, we start to make associations in our mind about what the what this holiday time means, right? So for a lot of people, it's a positive. If you've had positive experience, you're going to have positive associations with the holiday. Uh, Okay. I just want to give you kind of like a little um, walk through this. When you think of fall or autumn, you know, what comes exactly what comes to mind, right? What, what visuals do you get? What smells come into mind? Mm -hmm. What like textures come to mind, right? Those are associations. Yeah. You know, if you think, if I, if I say Christmas, if I say jingle bells, if I say Santa, like what comes to mind, Mm -hmm. right? There are certain, you know, it's, it's, it's like there, it's in our brain. It's a dopamine for some of us, <laughs> for some of us, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's sort of like, I mean, people are, you know, nicer during that time of year. Supposedly. Um, so, so I'm sure, you know, <laughs> and for some, it can be really stressful and traumatic if, mm-hmm. if things have happened that have been difficult. Right. So yeah. this is where we want to kind of monitor what our history has been like throughout these holidays and see like, okay, you know, is our child's, you know, are their support needs affecting our expectations of how we're supposed to enjoy or not enjoy the holiday? Mm. Is Does that have something to do with how stressful it is here, right? So, yeah. like, we, we talk about throughout this episode, we've been talking about the mental load and how much we have to think about and prepare mm-hmm. and, you know, like, figure out, like, can I do all the things that we have planned is that even possible? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So, yeah. I mean, rituals, our family definitely had rituals growing up when we were kids and there were certain things that we did at certain times. We had this Christmas Eve ritual we did every single year, um, wonderful memories. And um, even our community had rituals, you know, the Christmas parade and things like that. Um, so it, that, that is a hard, that is a hard part. And, uh, over time we have, as our family created little rituals that work for our kid and work yeah, for good. us. And, um, but I will say the mental load part of this for me personally is just so heavy, so heavy. And so mental load is and correct me if I'm wrong, and I know that you will. <laughs> um, 
I swear. Hope I do it nice. Yeah, yeah, you do it nice. You're nice. Uh, it, it, it's the never-ending checklist. You got to remember this. You got to remember that. You got to remember this. You got to remember that. <sighs> da, 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 da. And that is really heavy when you have a change in schedule, even if it's a good change. There's so many things to have to consider. Absolutely. You know, one of the things to work on, I guess, in, in that sense, it makes me think of like, okay, well, so, you know, some people who don't really get this life might be like, well, then it might be really good for them to sort of like stretch their comfort zone or, you know, it's like well-meaning and I yeah. get where it's coming from to an extent. Yeah. You're right. It's not a bad idea, but not during this already stressful, incredibly stressful time where it's not only your expectations, but like you have other people involved, right? There's right. other family members, you're visiting people or seeing people or no. people are coming to you, you know, that's not the time to stretch your comfort no. zone. It's like, <laughs> let's try to make it as comfortable as we can. Uh, all these suggestions are really well and good, but I, I just cannot, when people are suggesting things, and uh, just to be very honest, I am generally not in a place mentally to be able to even hear the suggestions mm. that might be good ones. Right. It might be a good one. But when you're in, under such a heavy load mentally, um, you know, all you can focus on is the next thing. Right. Right. And do I have everything prepared for the next thing? Right. So even, you know, just for the people listening, even our, the toolbox that we always offer, you know, at the end of the episodes, I mean, use what works for you and understand we're not saying like, Hey, this is what's going to work for every family situation. No. Of course not. Mm -hmm. This is about like things that maybe we found that work for us, that we've tried, that mm -hmm. have been helpful mm -hmm. and just offering it up as something else to try, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't take my own advice a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into the toolbox and we'll pretend like we got, got our shit together. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I got your tools for the toolbox. You need a wrench and you need a hammer and you need a screwdriver. Okay, so we're going to talk about tools for the toolbox. And Shani, I'm going to let you take over um, for the very first tool. Yes. Okay. So this is something we, you and I have talked about a lot, mm -hmm. which is reorienting expectations for the holiday season or what it means to have a happy holiday season. Right. And I love this um, the item or whatever you want to call it, tool, mental, you know, mentality about reorienting your expectations, because um, I think so many of us go into the holidays expecting certain things or wanting them to be a certain way. And our kids just can't cope with um, certain expectations. And that is completely fine. You know, yes, we so for us, you know, one of the things that I have to that I had to really, you know, lower or not even it's not even lower my expectations, but just change them is I have serious FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. And I feel like I have to do every activity and event and oh, this sounds fun. I want to do this. That's just not going to work for my family. So accepting that I have this condition, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, not, it's not in the 
not in the DSM, by the way, <laughs> um, not diagnosable, but I've diagnosed myself, you know, understanding where that comes from, uh, knowing that about me can help me monitor my expectations and kind of say, like, is it worth it? Mm. Is it worth it to attend every single event or activity? And, and I already know the answer. You know, I'm sure you do, too. Yeah. It's just not worth it. So we don't we don't do every family event, every holiday event. We don't. We pick and choose and we're very selective with what we participate in. And it's been actually wonderful because of that. Yeah. And I think that the expectations too, you talked about this earlier, you know, you close your eyes, you think about the fall season, or you think about the Christmas season, and you do have all of these sensory experiences that are coming back to you, you know, these beautiful things that have happened, positive experiences, and you love your kid and you want them to have those same feelings. And you have this unspoken or unaware expectation that the things that were that way for you are going to be that way for them. And once you realize that ain't how it is, then you can start thinking, okay, I do want my child to feel good things around this season. What is that going to look like for them? So that is that changing the expectation. Right. I think for me personally. Oh yeah. 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 And it's so much better when they are more regulated Mm -hmm. when they are, you know, and you can experience things in a different way than you thought you would. Right. So like sometimes we'll do things like, you know, we go through, so in our area, um, you know, of the country, they have they do those Christmas trees. They decorate the Christmas trees. I'm sure you've been there, mm-hmm. too. And it's like, you know, it's like we're when we go, I know we're not going to like stand in front of each Christmas tree and look in detail at every little thing. Maybe we'll do that with one or two that my son is like fascinated by. Mm-hmm. OK, but a lot of them we're just going to kind of walk through, walk through, walk through because he needs to walk and he needs to move yeah. and he can't just sit still. Now, sometimes another uh, expectation is that the family is not going to maybe enjoy it all together. We may oh, have yeah. to break up. You know, we have to like sort of tag team with the kids. It's just how it's going to be. And that's OK. And it's much more enjoyable yes. when I let go of how it's supposed to, in quotes, be. Yes. Right? Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. And in, in, oh, another thing we have locally is the um, botanical gardens, you know, dresses up everything in Christmas lights. Uh, that is a wonderful experience if there's not a gazillion people in line. So right. generally yeah. what we will do is we'll just kind of like ride through all the neighborhoods and see the Christmas lights mm. because waiting in line is a jacked up mess for him, for me, for my, uh, we're all in D we're all neurodivergent. So all three of us are like, this is freaking awful. And by the time yeah. we get to the lights, it's like, I don't even care anymore. Who can enjoy it? Right. Exactly. You got to no. do what works for you. Okay, so the next thing is um, the hit list. Like, there's a lot of crap on our plate. And I think this Mm -hmm. is part of the expectation. I think they kind of go hand in hand is what can you take off your plate? Right, right. What can you take off? Take something off because you have a list that you're going through in your mind to help your child stay regulated all the time. 
24-7. So I don't know. I, I'm going to give an example, and I don't know if this is what you mean, but um, like for the last few years, I haven't really dressed up during the holidays. Like I used to, I actually mm-hmm. used to, like when we'd go places, I'd, you know, kind of dress in, you know, I'd wear heels or I'd look, you know, I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I never and do I, that ever. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the holidays. But to me, I was like, when I was like, who cares? You know, I, that was so much it, that was so freeing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, right. I'd rather be comfortable. Oh yeah. 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 I removed it from the list. You, you just have to, you just have to. One of my things was, uh, making the, uh, pre- I was a big present wrapper. And so uh-huh. all of my presents looked like they were wrapped by like some, like Martha Stewart. We talk about her uh-huh. a lot, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they all looked like that. And now I'm just like, Throw the ho 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 paper on it. I, it just you know yes, this little exactly. sticky bow, yes. and, and mm-hmm. I just kind of gave up. Um, and it's not oh. that I think that you should give up things that are important to you. If right, that right. is no. something no. the Christmas season is dressing up your presents is important to you, then I say yes because we Make do have to keep it. Sure, yeah, you yeah. got to keep it. Or dressing up in your heels and your makeup and your hair. Yeah. 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 If that makes you feel good. Right. right. Do it. But But there's going to be other things you can take off your plate. Those are just examples. Okay. This is my little thing. And I don't know if other people do this. Uh, I, when I go to family gatherings, I enlist an advocate Mm -hmm. and this person is trained in it's too much for me or it's too much for my child. I need you to step in and take over whatever it is that needs to be taken over outside of me and my kid so that we can pull away from this situation and do whatever it is that we need to do to regulate in order to come Mm. back in. Um, Nice. My sister is that person most of the time. I can just look at my sister. Literally look at her. And it's generally this. I'm going to look at the camera because you're over there on another screen, but I'm going to look at my camera. This is the look for those who are watching by video. My eyes get really wide. My nostrils get really wide. And I go, help. (laughs) (laughs) And she's oh, yeah. Yeah. I know that look. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I felt it. I totally felt it. So uh, yeah. I, mean, I have her as an advocate. Um, I, my nephew, nice. I did that with him the last time we got together and we had a little like, take your hand and put it across your throat. Like you're cutting somebody's <laughs> head off. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Do this. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And he did. And it was, it was great. And so if you have somebody that isn't yeah. just tolerating and is accepting that's mm. the person that you go to and say, okay, we need to create a safe word or some sort of sign language so that you can help me when there's a group of people, I have social anxiety, even if there's the group of people there are all my family that I love uh-huh. my brothers and my sisters, I get really tight. So I mm. look at them and I say, you know, I'll look at my my advocate person that's there for me or for my child or whatever the situation, we do our little safe word. We do our little sign language and it makes a wonderful difference. It helps. That's great. So yeah. much. So much. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I think that's it. Do you have any yeah. other little tools? Oh, I'm just going to uh, recall that one that I mentioned earlier about the taking a, a day off. Like, an, So like if we have a lot of activities built into one day, you know, where we're visiting or we're going to some sort of holiday event or whatever, the next day is a down day mm. where we really don't do anything and there's not much of an expectation or we need to be somewhere or do something or whatever. It's sort of like, you know, we kind of eat, very simple and kind of whatever, whenever, and we do whatever. And we do try to get some outside time, yes. even when it's cold. I know some places around the country, they may not be able to do this, but we, you know, I mean, even if it's cold or icky, we still try to get outside mm -hmm. just to kind of refresh yourself, you know? Yeah. Have, so. a, have, have some fresh air. Yeah, we do the same thing. All right. That's great. And I really hope you and I take our own advice this holiday season. No kidding. It's really good. <laughs> good advice. <laughs> okay. Let's go to our recap. It's time to review your notes for the pop quiz or life. So the holidays can be a real pain. They can. We talked about preparation, adventure, ignorance, and nest unrest as likely culprits to an unhappy holidays. Yeah. And we talked about the mental load of preparing for this season and uh, the expectations and the rituals that we have in our history that kind of come in to our lives during the season. Yeah. So this is, you know, it's about how to survive the season, but not just survive, right? Thrive using sure. some of the handy tools from the toolbox. That's right. And uh, we talked about uh, reorienting ourselves to our expectations, reorienting them, you know, change them or drop them, depending on what your situation is and your life situation. Um, and actually, I had never thought about that before. And I'm really glad we talked about it. And I'm going to be doing that this year. Cool. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And we also talked about having like you do an advocate or, mm -hmm. um, you know, a person who kind of gets what what's going on for you and can either take over whatever your duties are or help you out. Mm -hmm. Yep. I yeah. do that. And it's wonderful. Um, and another thing is, is take some stuff off your plate, people. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, there are things there that just are not important and only you can decide what those things are and do it. And there's one thing that we didn't talk about in the tool section. And I do want to bring this up is take some time to have some eggnog or a hot chocolate or a hot cup of coffee or sleep or whatever it is you need to recharge your own heart and mind. Yeah. Reconnect to yourself. I love that. Absolutely. So is that a wrap? That's a wrap. We'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe and tell your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if all this is too much to remember because you're busy treading water, check out our website at www.thriveunderwater.com. We have links to our shows, social media, blogs, resources. You can sign up for our newsletter and support our podcast. Thanks again and keep on keep thriving. Keep on thriving. <laughs>